Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.
everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show man oh man oh man how many times i got to say that before i get tired of it mm, i think it's gonna be a minute folks i gotta be real with you because boy that steve harvey got a radio show man clear indication of how god can do some unexpected wonderful things for you. How he leads your life in directions that you never ever saw coming. You know, I was talking with somebody the other day and they were talking about how, man, they were young and they were doing things and they never knew that the things that they were doing as a youngster would come and and help, help form who they were today. As an adult, this guy's 50 years old. And, uh, you know, the same thing for you. If you look back on your life and all of the things that you've done, it helps shape you into who you are. Now, this is provided now that you take the positive approach. Now, when I say look back at your life and see what you've done, that doesn't mean dwell on the misfortunate moments because the misfortunate moments were necessary. I know it's hard to see that when it's happening to you, but the unfortunate moments are necessary. You know, what really makes you appreciate summer vacation is winter work. What really makes you appreciate a walk on the beach is when it's cold, it's raining outside. What really makes you appreciate when you're up is cause you've been down. See, if you were up all the time, just the nature of us as human beings, we would lose our appreciation for it because it becomes case sarah whatever it is, well, it is what it is. I'm just a what, what, what? It be, you take it for granted. It becomes expected. But what happens in life is it has so many twists and turns, and then you learn how to deal with those twists and turns, which makes you now a more experienced person. And then when the sunny days come, man, you go, wow, it's really nice outside. You really want to appreciate how warm weather, just stay in a bunch of cold weather all the time. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, this is really, really simple and now loud analogies, but it helps you along the way. Now, here's what I came to say today to everybody out there, and this has helped me in my life. I can't tell you what it's done for me, but a lot of people are struggling with uh, moving forward with their future, their future plans, their future goals, their future aspirations, their future hopes, their future dreams, just simply your future wants. A lot of people trying to have a hard time mapping out their future, even what I'm going to do, what I'm going to be, what I'm going to make, how I'm going to go about it, what do I do next. I want to share something with you that I had to come to terms with. The quickest way to lose focus on your future is to keep focusing on your past. You know, it's like I said at the beginning, you know, when I say it's, it's wonderful to look at your life and review it, because if you look at it, it'll tell you uh, it, it really helps shape and form you today as the person you are. Now, if you look at it in a positive sense, 
But if you dwell and harp on the negative that's happened to you, then that keeps you from seeing the good in the incident. Every bad thing that's happened to you, there was a silver lining behind it. I know people who were on drugs who finally, man, just got sent to prison for stealing because of their habit. I know a cat that sold dope. Well, he went to prison. He told me one time, he said, Steve, he said, man, this is the best thing ever happened to me. This saved my life. Now, most people would think, how in the world is going to prison helpful for you? The brother said, it saved my life. First of all, it got me clean. He said, I've been clean for five years from sitting in here. That's for starters, I'm clean. I ain't stealing no more. I ain't putting myself in jeopardy, and I ain't jeopardizing nobody else. He said, now, nah, man, I done went to college. I done got a college degree while I'm in here. Then he was released from prison, and the brother's life was completely turned around. He married. He got a family. He got a great job. He go to work every day. He's a productive citizen. I mean, so he looks back on his incarceration, even his drug abuse, and it taught him how to appreciate the things in life that he had taken for granted and was missing. Because he said, man, my life was just in a blur. I didn't even know what was going on. He said, now I appreciate every day I wake up. That's what I mean. Even in your missteps in life, there is a purpose for the missteps. Every time you fail, there was a reason for the failure. See, what I had to do was I had to learn that all of my failures taught me how to get back up. So I became a very strong and tough person in getting back up. And then I was down and out so long that it taught me how to really appreciate the up. And so I've taken all of that and used it, those experiences that happened to me, and I became a more experienced person. So next time when people talk about me who don't know me, it don't shake me because everybody's not going to like you, man. You might as well go and get on this train right now. And so what I'm saying to you out there is, the quickest way to lose focus on your future is to keep focusing on your past. Let it go. Man, go forward. It's over. You made it. You got through it. You're beyond it. Yeah, 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 he left. But like I told this lady on my TV show the other day, sometimes the breakup is the blessing. I know it's hard to break up because now you're lonely and you're by yourself. But man, but weren't you in misery when you was in that? Weren't you in complete misery in that? Now, you kept asking God to fix it, but it takes two people to fix a relationship. It don't just take one. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. See, you know, that's, that's, that's a, a song, but man, that's so true. You really do have to have two people wanting a relationship to work. It can't just be one person wanting a relationship. So you can pray about the relationship all you want. If the other person don't want you no more, and ain't going to act right, you can't make him do that. Or you can't make her do that. So, man, the relationship, the breakup sometimes is a blessing. It's over. Let it go. Go forward. Quit looking at how much time you wasted. Man, that's, that kills people from getting the next. If you're constantly dwelling on how much time I gave him and how much time I gave her, and now here I am, lost and alone, all right, you ain't wasting no time. Some of the times was good. A lot of them was bad. So what you going to do? Now, you you ain't going to have no future because you're going to keep focusing on your past? Are you serious? 
So now you're asking God to give you another relationship when you don't even have enough sense to appreciate the fact that you are now available for another relationship. But you steady asking God for a new relationship, but you are yet to be grateful that you are in a position to have a relationship and you keep harping on the past. You don't think he hear that? I'm just a dude with a show and I hear it all the time. Let it go. Go forward. It's over. You made it. He brought you through it. You conquered. You survived it. Why are you dwelling on it and making it the cross around your neck when clearly he had removed it for you? Now, all you got to do is come on. So if you're sitting behind them walls, brothers and sisters, I'm talking directly to you. Sometimes, man, you just got to get it right. All this repeat offender business, that's for who is that for? How ignorant can you be to keep giving your life back to the penal system? Be free, man. Walk the streets. Do the right thing. Ask God to help connect you. He can do anything. You think he can't give you a job? Are you serious, man? Put some faith on it. Let's move forward, y'all. Let it go. Let's move. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, may I have your attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The voice you're currently listening to is that of Steve's. Steve's name is on the wall. But Steve ain't nothing without this crew. Do you understand me? Good morning, Shirley. Good morning, Steve, and thank you. Carla. Good morning, Steve. What up, crew? Junior. Morning, up. Jay. Good morning, Steve. Food. Top, top. What it do, what it do. All it is is the morning show. Whoo, lot Champion going on, man. Ship. Team, baby. Yeah, yeah it is. That's yeah, not how you is. say it, Jay. Championship team. There you go. <laughs> well, so how was everybody's weekend? Oh, Interesting. Movies in March. Movies in what? I went to the movies and I saw. I went to the March. Oh, you went to okay. the Women's March? Yeah, I went to the yeah, March. Yeah. March. Yeah. In L.A. Mm-hmm. Look yeah, at Jay, I heard. Mm-hmm. I heard you was down there. <laughs> What you doing, Donna? Look at number five. See what's down there. <laughs> uh, Are you ready now? No, I'm not, not ready. Just looking. I'm looking. You know, <laughs> you know how you go in the store and you flip over tags to yeah. church, but you ain't buying a damn yeah. thing. That's called shopping. Yeah, it's shopping. Uh-huh. It's yeah. shopping. shopping. See what's down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just shop. Uh, Dramatics had a song like that. Just shopping, Just not buying shopping. anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just shopping, Ooh. not buying anything. Well, they had a song about everything <laughs> back did. in the day. Mm-hmm. I want to go outside in the rain. Hey, you rain. get off my mountain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> like a wheel. Rolling. Whirling round and round. <laughs> Why'd you bring it up? Spinning <laughs> down a hill. Spinning on the ground. Your I've kisses never whoa, whoa, whoa. make me dizzy. <laughs> we have seen things in a lot. In the head, like I'm falling. How old is this song? Oh, falling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of things happened this weekend. <laughs> oh, so hold up, uh, Jay. Yes, sir. Jay, Jay, what movie did you go see? I went to see Den of Thieves. Yeah. Oh, with 50. Den of with yeah. 50 Cent and uh, Ice Cube's son. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, Gerard Butler and uh, some other the guys that were on the show, Steve. Gerard Butler, uh, yeah, all yeah. of them, mm-hmm. really good movie. Excellent is it movie. good? 
The kill count is not as high as the bullet count in this movie. Oh, okay. They, <laughs> the bullet count is real high. Oh, they strange. weren't missing. They were hitting people. Uh-huh. But the bullet count is way up there. Wow. Whoever had to sweep up all them damn bullets to shoot again, <laughs> yeah. take one. See right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a really good movie. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. And the Women's March was nice. Uh, what did I do this weekend? Uh, y'all ready? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you do? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you never not do anything. Man, it was. I would. Uh, my partner's. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Have I got a story for y'all? Oh, really? Can I do thirty something funny today? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're looking at the name on the wall, and the name on the no, wall wait, hold says up, hold yes. Up. Listen to me, <laughs> Junior. And Will <laughs> took me out for my birthday. <laughs> I have a story for y'all. And the government is shut down. We'll be back at 32 after to talk about it all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, before we went to a break, you told us that you had a story to tell us. Um, before we get into it, let me just tell you this quickly. The government shut down on Trump's one-year anniversary. What was it, at midnight on Friday? Yeah. 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 And there's nothing we can do about nothing, it. Huh? No, nothing. Nothing. No. They're just no. sitting up there doing what they want to do. Okay? And he had a party he couldn't go to. Well, at least he did cancel that. <laughs> he was going to go, though. Yeah, he, he was. He was going to go. Right. Someone got to him <laughs> so and said, look, no. That's not a good look. Yeah, that ain't a good look. You go no. down there and yeah. party. Yeah. Government shut down. You down there party. Yeah. But he did say the government needed a good shutdown. Yeah, and he said if it happened, it's the president's fault. It's the president's fault. He said, boy, they playing this tape back. Well, if you say who gets fired, it always has to be the top. I mean, problems start from the top, and they have to get solved from the top, and the president's the leader. And he's got to get everybody in a room and he's got to lead. You know, the interesting thing is in 25 years and 50 years and 100 years from now, when they talk about the government shutdown, they're going to be talking about the president of the United States. Who was the president at that time? Mm -hmm. They're not going to be talking who the head of the House was, the head of the Senate, uh, who's running things in Washington. So I really think the pressure is on the president. But he said it on Fox. Yeah. So mm-hmm. CNN is playing all the Fox tapes of when he said <laughs> yeah. the government shut down is squarely on the president's uh-huh. shoulder. I mean, this has to happen from the top. It's poor yep. leadership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of the Fox people are sitting there listening to him. Yeah. They're showing it on CNN. Fox ain't <laughs> mentioned it. <laughs> Fox ain't mentioned what happened on Fox. Fox ain't played the tape Fox. that they made. They got out Fox. In Fox. fact, the only Fox that's talking is show me the Carfax. That's the only. That's the, <laughs> the Fox from Carfax, man. I mean, man, they acting like this has never happened. And then they're calling it the Schumer shutdown. Yeah. yeah. And they Schumer's just blaming it, it on Trump this guy. Shutdown. And that's what it is. The blame game. Because what they're saying is the Republicans control the House, the Senate, and the White House. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is squarely on your shoulders. Here's the part they're saying, but the Democrats wouldn't come over and vote. But they're also not saying that I think it's two or three Republicans who that, didn't vote yeah, for Yeah, that's right. I think it was like four, was Steve. Four You're right, Steve, four. Right, four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can't get all of your own party to keep it right, open. Right, right, right. It's your fault. All right, all right I'm going to share something with you. Tell us. What happened, A couple Steve? of my boys, Will and, and Junior from the show, they decided for my birthday to take me out to one of my favorite places. So they take me to this place. It is famous. It is one of the three scotch bars in the world 
It has every the rarest scotches in the world in it. Everything served in Lalique. It's got a cigar menu. Very, very exclusive. So we get up there. They say, Unc, this treat is on us. But I told them, I said, listen to me, fellas. I appreciate this, man. Love y'all for getting me out this Friday evening. But I'm going to pay for my own drink because I want to try something I haven't had before. So they pass out the drink menu. I'm sitting next to Junior. Junior is in awe of the whole place, the presentation, the different types of ices you can get, the different types of stones you can get. I mean, all of it. it Junior, it's amazing, it's right? It's amazing. It is, it's, it's something I had never seen before. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're sitting there. There's the three of us in this little uh, area, fireplace going, everything. We're just sitting there just, man, just chilling, right, relaxing. So the menu comes. The drinks, they go by years, whether it's cherry or rare cast and exclusive. This one side is nothing but these scotches, and they go by years. And as you get closer to the bottom of the year, it just gets more and more expensive. I'll give you an example. The cheapest drink in there is $40. What's that, like a McAllen? 18 years or something like that? No, 12 years. 12. So that's that's $40. They have McAllen in there that goes up to $5,000 a glass. And then they have another special shot that you can buy for charity that's $64,000 for one shot. Mm -hmm. $64,000. I'm telling the truth, right, Junior? Absolutely. Telling the truth. But it's one ounce. So it's just, yeah. (laughs) So Junior is in there looking at the menu. And Junior goes, whoa, what is this? I'm trying to explain it to him. So when you order your drink, you go by the year. So you say, hey, man, like I'll have an 18. So they have from 12, 15, 18. This is the year how old the scotch is. Okay. 12, 15, 18, 21, 25, 30, 35, 40. Then they have a 50, a 57, and a 65. So Junior then looked at the menu. Junior has decided that he wants the cheapest drink. Come on, Junior. Pour it out. So I'm cool with that. Don't live above your means. I said, Junior, that's the way you do it in here. I order first, and I ordered a number six. So now this shot that I'm going to try is $1,200. God. Uh-huh. So I told the fellas, I said, I appreciate y'all taking me. I'm going to pay for my own because I want to try something I never had. They come out, they got to make this big presentation. Will orders his drink. Kia folds up the menu, you know, like, got it. <laughs> Junior slaps the menu shut, hands it to the man and said, uh, I'm going to have that 40. <laughs> I slapped this menu out of Junior's hand so fast. <laughs> it fell on the floor. Junior said, uh, I said, man, hold up, man. I said, Junior, you're going too fast. You're going too fast, dog. You can't order this. What you, you can't, dog, the 40. So I'm up to me, I said, Junior, the 40 is $5,000 a shot. He said, no, nah, Unc, I want the one that costs 40. The man was standing there laughing so hard. He said, you just made my night. Because <laughs> I was about to pour 
the shot I've been wanting to pour for four weeks. I'm finna pour a glass of 40 and just smell it. Junior ordered a $5,000 drink. Wow. I slept wow, in me out of here. Wow, I laughed so damn hard at this food. Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jammer up next with church complaints. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news. Right now, we're going to make you laugh a little bit as we always tend to do on this show. Yes, it is Monday and it is time for Deacon Def Jam and Reverend Motown here with Church Complaints. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. We we gavel on this great Monday. That's right. That should be the beginning of a week for most should be open with gratitude. But not here at the jackpot joint of Jerusalem. All we have for you is complaints. So to speak, man. Some wrong with somebody round here. Yes. I ain't never seen a congregation more, more ungrateful. When I wouldn't say that. More uncomplimentary. Mm-hmm. More democolical. I'm sorry, say that one more time. More democolical. What is that, Pat? In their approach. That just a, that's a word that means... It, demon is the lead off. Okay. And it's just letting the devil take control and have him say things. That, go ahead, Deacon, with it. Ah, uh, Pastor, here's the situation. The um, South Charleston Jubilees are singing this coming Sunday. Last year they came, three of the sisters winded up pregnant. Um, we want to find out who the fathers are, but they want um, your help on this, Pastor. Three of the uh, South Charleston Jubilee women is pregnant. Not, no, 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 no. The, the South Charleston Jubilees is the, the, the guy group. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Pastor, you got to listen. So three of our sisters here. Oh, three church, of our members. Uh-huh, got pregnant oh. by the Jubilees, yeah. Well, the reason that is is because... They is the new edition of gospel. <laughs> now you didn't let Ralph, Bobby, yes. Come on, Bobby. Ronnie, and Michael Neal up in your congregation with a weak flock. Things like that is gonna happen. They coming back this year again. Next week, uh huh. They be here Sunday, Pastor. Mm-hmm. But they don't know who the father is, so that's... Uh. Well, well, that was a year ago, correct? Yeah, the baby one. Mm. Oh, then no wonder <laughs> we having uh, these attorneys brought in uh, child support specialists. <laughs> so just tell the South Charleston Jubilees that they will be urinating in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> For DNA purposes. Yes, Go ahead, sir. D. Uh, mm. Sister uh, LaCrystalyn Davis, her son, Levanderlyn Davis, who is 24, uh, just received his high school GED. 
she is asking that we give him a scholarship to Lawnmower University. Uh, the other deacons and the trustees don't think this is a good uh, idea, Pastor, but the, la- the final decision would be yours. But he's trying to go to Lawnmower University. Uh, we look, we sponsored this 24-year-old GED program. We uh-huh. paid that in its entirety, uh-huh, which uh, stopped me from making uh, several bets while in Vegas. <laughs> now, based on that and the fact that I was not able to flip that money, uh-huh. there will be no more supporting uh-huh. of Lavandalin. Uh-huh. At the University of what? Grass cutting, you say? It's Lawnmower <laughs> University. Oh, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. We're we not going to do that because you ain't got to go to school to do that. <laughs> you know, what he trying to do is avoid starting with an entry-level position, which is just uh, the, the, the edge of. See, he wants right. to go right into pushing lawnmowers. Right. He needs uh. to start as an edge. <laughs> All right, moving chain. along. Uh, yeah. Always trying to skip a step. Yeah. Uh, as you know, Pastor, we're having our second annual uh, collard green and cornbread eating contest on Saturday. Oh. Uh, the prize is set at two fifty. They want you to get Big Kirby. Uh, who is 432 pounds to not be allowed to be in the contest. We had to remodel the entire bathroom last year because he exploded. The entire room was was green. Please have a a conversation with Brother Kirby. That's going to be awful hard, Deacon, because Big Kirby is the defending champ. He is. And the title is his until somebody take it. They don't call him Big Kirby for nothing. Now, Big Kirby... And plus, I'm not removing Big Kirby because I also handled the sideline bets on this thing. <laughs> See right there. <laughs> it's an Big Kirby is the reigning champ. He is. He and is until you champ. defeat the child, cannot take him out the contest. Okay. It well, just we, would not be fair. Well, we, we just fixed that bathroom, though. So I'm just telling you now. It could. It well, could. What I propose is mm-hmm. that y'all. Put up a tent outside. <laughs> so ignorant. And right after the contest, just have Big Kirby walk in that tent naked and just whatever be, be. And then that way, when he get through, we can just burn him. The tent, the ground, all that. I will, I will make a note of that, Pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brother Manny Jenkins is being released in two weeks from the uh, mental institution. Uh, as we know, Manny thinks he's Bruce Lee and uh, kicks the members <laughs> in the middle of service. Uh, the board is asking that we put him in a straitjacket when he returns, Pastor, but we need you to sign off on this. I think the best way to do this <laughs> Just kick him is right after... The collard green cornbread eating contest. Uh-huh. <laughs> I say put Brother Manny Jenkins in the tent with Big Kirby. <laughs> and that'll be the last time he kick anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm making Can't you see it? <laughs>
and making my yeah. head. Yeah. But I don't like him in there and, and Big Kirby in there naked. It just uh, and he and he kicking. It's just it's a mess. It's just not good. That that's that, that's gonna break the kicking. <laughs> <laughs> See when you kick and get an explosion to what Kirby gonna do? Whoa! <laughs> then you gonna that stoke that that creates a memory. And it slowed down all the kicking. Now what I'm, tr- now what I'm trying to tell you. Can we move on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. Please. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Brother oh. Jasper Davis. That's uh, why you got the term. I kick the sugar honey ice tea out of you. <laughs> and then just let it happen. <laughs> Uh, Pastor, uh, uh, you don't know this, but as of last night, Brother Jasper Davis had a crap game in the fellowship hall late last night after everyone was gone. Uh, He lost the church pews trying to roll a six. So as of this coming Sunday, the entire congregation will be standing for service. So I I don't know what you want to do about this, but we have no pews because he lost them in the crap game. Where's the pews, Deacon? I don't know. I think somebody from another church won the crap game, so they got the pews. Uh-oh. Uh- <laughs> well, give me them dice. I'm going to go down there and see what I can do. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Anger and frustration over the government shutdown. Uh, people want social and political change, of course. And millions of women marched this past weekend for female empowerment, hoping to create political movements uh, that will elect more women to government office. Uh, yeah. You know, and we can do it. I mean, we're such mm-hmm. great multitaskers. We can do it. No, um, absolutely. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it would. Uh, I I I think it would take some of the male bravado, ego, bipartisanship mm-hmm. out of it. Um, I, you know, not saying it'll cure it. I just think, too, from my standpoint, I think that these women who are so upset and wanting to be heard for their rights, for their mm-hmm. feelings, and a, a lot of anger is aimed at the president. Uh, because, you know, this goes off into DACA. This goes off into the immigration laws. They're mm-hmm. up there. They're upset because families are being torn apart because certain people can't come back in the country. I had a, a group of uh, Syrian women who were at my show, mm-hmm. and their mother was there and their two daughters. They were in their 20s, but she had come from Syria to visit. The question they had for me for Hey Steve was, my mom wants to know, should she stay in this country with us or go back to her husband in Syria? If she goes back to her husband in Syria, she can't come back because of the travel ban. And she'll never see her daughters again. Or should she go back to her husband? And the woman is torn because she's over here visiting her daughters and she'll never, uh, and if she goes back to be with her husband, she can never come back in the country again because she was over here before the ban. Her husband can't come to see his wife or kids. And she's afraid if she's go back, she'll never see her daughters again. Mm-hmm. That's a hard to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Man, what did that's, you tell her? I mean, it's nothing I could tell her. What yeah. can I say? What she has to make say? that decision. Mm-hmm. But to go to go back, it could be to never come back. Yeah. And I think I said, well, you know, I mean, your husband could try to get in, but the way they got them passports, you can't. 
And so these are the things the women are fighting against because women are about families. They're watching families getting torn apart. You're talking about if you don't pass this dreamers bill, all of these uh, kids who came here unbeknownst or uh, not yeah, even their of parents. their own. Yeah. But they're taxpayers and they're educated and they've got and they're dreams. In the military. Right. Right. Yeah. And this is all they know of their of a country is this one. Mm-hmm. And you want to send them back. Women are fighting for so much more. Mm-hmm. And black mm-hmm. women too, Steve. And it's you gonna know, put women in power that have compassion for other people, mm-hmm. which is what these men in power don't have. They, have they no don't com- zero understanding. They have no compassion they for don't. anybody. They and, don't. And women have it. They're, they're, they're nurturers. Well, yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yes, we are. And I was going to say, black women are coming to the forefront because oh, yeah. of our, our, our voting power, what we did in Alabama. Right. You know, we want that to continue. Yeah. People are recognizing that we're the backbone, you know, of, of the Democratic, yeah, party. Of the Democratic yes. party and all of this. And yes. so, I mean, change is coming, which is a great thing. Change is coming. And we hopefully need to utilize that this year. We will carry this because now I think we learned from the Alabama election that if mm-hmm. you vote, your vote does matter. Yes, it does. That right. it does count. And that there are a lot of seats up coming up in the House and Senate. Yeah, this year, November. And that could change and tip the power so that this White House that's in here now can't just run amok with these crazy decisions. (laughs) They they just, they doing some unheard of stuff. This guy is so unpresidential, man. And just, you know. It's crazy. The women are making a great statement. Well, come on, Steve. It's time. Uh, let's get Ladies into the and news and headlines. She's here. Uh, the one and only Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, Steve. Shirley, everybody out there, thank you very much. This is Ann Tripp with today's news. Okay, today marks the third day of the government's partial shutdown and the first regular workday. Hundreds of thousands of federal workers around the country are affected. Meanwhile, Republican and Democratic lawmakers are accusing each other of the legislative stalemate. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer says, though he's still talking. I am happy to continue my discussion with the majority leader about reopening the government. We've had several conversations. Talks will continue. And a vote on a new measure, by the way, is set for noon today. Meanwhile, the president tweeted yesterday morning that, quote, the Dems just want illegal immigrants to pour into our nation unchecked. A reference to the Democrats demand that any new government funding bill also protect the people who were brought here illegally as children, those under DACA protection, the Dreamers. Trump's re-election campaign, though, puts out this ad. Stop illegal immigration now. Democrats who stand in our way will be complicit in every murder committed by illegal immigrants. That's what they put out. Trump said he signed a renewal of DACA if the Democrats supported his border wall. Democrats say they do support short up the wall, but they say Trump's demands keep changing. Here's what the shutdown means for us now. It's a partial shutdown. Post offices are open. There's be mail delivery. Social security checks still being mailed out. Passport agencies open. However, passport applications could be delayed. The airports are open. All the national parks are closed except uh, the uh, Statue of Liberty, which the state of New York is paying to keep open. All active duty military personnel working. Government functions related to emergency or disaster assistance continue to operate. However, of the more than 2 million civilian employees of the federal government, about 850,000 are going to be furloughed. If it lasts until February, all this, death benefit checks to the families of deceased military members will not go out. The military won't be paid. The processing of federal loans and permit applications will be put on hold. Also, private companies with government contracts could furlough their employees, too. 
Besides the gatherings in New York, there were several uh, two days of weekend of women's marches, just not in this country, but in cities around the world. Uh, it was called the Women's March of 2017, their official anniversary. And one Detroit activist says the movement should be inclusive. We say we want to work together, but we have to actually work together and not just be all about the talk, but all about the walk, too. We have to, have to, have to include everybody in the process. And tops of the box office this weekend, Jumanji, welcome to the jungle for the third week in a row in both North America and overseas. The Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart comedy's fifth five-week to- domestic total, $317 million. I'm back at 20 minutes after the hour. You got Eugene of the Butterfly coming, so stay tuned for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, please introduce Jay, then Jay, you in turn introduce the Butterfly, and let Jay him have some time. First, before I introduce anybody, uh-huh. it's going down at the J spot. Man, Headliner Taco Tuesday. You're taking Eugene's time. In the middle of my I just, boy, I don't, this is I good. have no other time to do this. I, well, you know, hey, you know, you didn't have no time on the other show. I have no time to do this. <laughs> no, do close you the damn know? club. Are you done? Oh, go, buddy. That is the most disrespectful. Talking about that damn Taco Tuesday. Go ahead, man. So disrespectful, J. Anthony Brown. I never thought you would come to this. It's been a very, very frustrating weekend for me. So good morning, yeah. everyone. Morning. Shirley, Carla, what? Junior. Yeah. What, what happened? Butterfly. What happened? Now? Butterfly. What happened? What? Outfit to take? No. He did not allow me to be on stage this past weekend. You did what? He did not allow me to perform. No, he didn't. Why not? I didn't know it was that bad. Why? He killing his own career, huh, Eugene? He did the whole show without you? The entire show. Me, Oatmeal, did not let any of us on the stage. Just did uh, what he wanted to do. But y'all had to sit and just watch? So did you get in an argument? I mean, what? what? I don't know what happened. Anybody leave? Did, did anybody ask for y'all? No. <laughs> Was it a re- anybody want to tip their money back? Did anybody back? yell out? No Where one said, Eugene? where's Eugene? No, no one in the audience. No. Anybody said that? Oh, yes, they did. And he just didn't. Hold on. Eugene ain't performing. That wasn't in the room? Nobody. Eugene, he did not allow me to perform, and I wanted to. I just wanted to be a part what, what, of it. Eugene's what, not here. I want my money back. What would yeah. you have done? Yeah, if no you had a chance. Is this his last time in uh, West Palm? <laughs> I don't know. I just. Probably what would you is. have done? What would you, what were you going to say? Where is Tommy? Look, we we, we have to, to hear his side. Yeah. He hasn't, hasn't spoken to me since Friday. <laughs> Tommy. Yeah, I'm here. What's up? What what happened? Is this true? The butterfly said you didn't let him perform this I weekend. Decided, I didn't need him. I just decided not to use him this weekend. Well, well, I use you when I want to. I don't have to use you. So what are we talking about? Did you tell him? him? Yeah. Wow, you just a user. He 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 was under if the I impression. If I feel like I need you, I'll use you. If I don't, I don't. Are you trying to get away from those two characters and just stand out on your own? We got to go. We'll discuss this (laughs) later in the show. Uh, Coming up, J. Anthony Brown is here uh, (laughs) to murder another hit. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, let, let's get your boy in here to make us uh, laugh. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> People are getting tired of this. Jansen, <sighs> bro. This is where you push the J spot. Man. Wow. Wow. This is Tell him, Tommy. Here, here, wow. Here's your spot. All right. Can I say it now, Shirley? Yes, now. It's all going down. <laughs> this Tuesday, Headliner Taco Tuesday with Red Grant. This Tuesday at the J spot, Los Angeles, Tomorrow. California. Uh-huh. Next week, Cheryl Underwood, hosted by Shirley Strawberry. Ta-da! What? Yeah, yeah Shirley yes. Strawberry. Yes, she is at a comedy club? Yes, yes. This is her second time, Steve. Yes. 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 What? Yes. Yes. Does she do a set? Does she do three she minutes? She has a tight five minutes. <laughs> no, I ain't I, going for that. No, you can tell that to somebody else. <laughs> you know how long no. five minutes is? No, that, you know how long five minutes is, boy. Steve, it's tight. This weekend, I'll be at the Baltimore Comedy Club, two shows Friday and Saturday. She was hilarious, Steve. <laughs> there were people in the back going, well, when I'm going to get up? <laughs> <laughs> and tell the butterfly if he comes, I'll give him a, a shot on stage. <laughs> All right, I have decided, Steve, since you give me so much trouble that I'm not going to insult any of your friends. The last song that I did that insulted somebody, mm-hmm. from now on, I'm going to do songs about subjects. Oh. I'm not going to insult That'll friends. That'll be good. Thank you. I'm not. Uh, this song says, I'm sorry. I'm not going to insult anybody. If they're in the news and they do something stupid, I'm not going to do it. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But not, yeah. I'm letting it roll. I don't believe that. Hit it. Friends say I'm wrong. It ain't me at fault. Don't make it up. Singing what's in the news. Well, I must be good because all my songs is different. Everyone I blues. No matter what you think, let me tell you, it was always done with love. I'm just a funny fella keeping it together. It's like that. It's like that. Every little joke I make, people get scared. Every little thing I say, Friends know, Steve. They do something stupid. They say, <laughs> that "Man, was, that's my no, favorite song you've ever done." <laughs> they say, they say, that's no, that was my Steve favorite song <laughs> you've ever done. I'm not. Huh. I don't care what they do. They I'm not mad. saying. I'm not really? gonna sing about it. I could care what they do. You'll I, never do another Trump song. Never, never, another, never. Another Tyrese song. Tyrese, he can cry whatever he want to do. Monique, wow. not touching it. Turning over a new leaf. You, you ain't gonna convinced. do a song on Monique. Well, I might do a song on my beat. <laughs> I knew that wasn't going to last. Yeah, I knew cool. it wasn't going to last. <laughs> it's calling you, Jay. Uh-huh. It's calling you. It's calling me. It's calling me. <laughs> well, I might do a 
<laughs> wow. I can see it. Uh, the J-Spot Taco <laughs> Tuesday. Red Brand this week. Next week, Shirley Strawberry. I don't think Shirley Underwood's going to get on stage. Wait, wait. Uh, I don't, Steve, I'm telling you, she's got so much time. You're doing too much, Jay. <laughs> she no. got a lot of material. Jay, not believable. Jay, yeah. Jay. Yeah. I want you to stop that right now because you're setting my girl oh, up no. for failure. Thank People going to come in there, Shirley funny, and going to be sitting there going, well, damn. No. Shirley isn't funny. She's just hosting. Oh. Are you helping? No, she's or not? not. No, I'm, I'm trying not a to help comedian. Her. Shirley Strawberry is not funny. <laughs> no, no, she's not. She's funny on this show when she does that sniper attacks, mostly against Tommy. But that ain't what that is up here. I'm telling you, you should have been there, man. Shut up, Jill. New Jack in the background. Well, when the hell I'm gonna get on stage? Hey, listen, nephew Tommy has a prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter. You do not want to miss that. But up next, Tommy with the day's <laughs> prank phone call. What you got, Neff? I dropped your wife. Hmm. Really I don't know what this means. Just like you dropped your jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this means. Here it is. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Tony. This is Tony. Tony, how you doing? This is Nephew Tommy. Hey, Nephew Tommy. <laughs> I can't believe you're calling me. Oh, my God. You sent an email in to prank your arm. Yes. Um... Oh, my God. I sent that, like, months ago. I didn't think you were going to call me. Yes, I'm calling you now. How long y'all been married? Eight years. Okay. Eight years. He, he's, that's my heart. Okay. Let me ask you something. What makes your husband just go off? What can I do that... You know oh. that's, a, that's a button for him that you don't want to push. Anything that has to do with me, let me tell you, he is crazy about me. <laughs> if anybody messes with me, if anybody tries to go off on me, he will lose it. Okay, okay. Oh, what are we going to do? What are we, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Okay, you know what? You know what? Okay, check this out. Okay. Can you click over on a three-way? Can you call him? Uh, okay, I can call it from my phone. But you're gonna be on the phone, right? Yeah, I want I want him to think okay. that I got your phone. Okay. I tell you what, you just click over and get him on the line. Just click over. So when you click back, you can't say nothing else. You got to be quiet. Okay. Because I'm gonna let at the end, I'm gonna let you talk to him. Okay. Okay, hold on. Tommy, are you there? I'm here. Okay, it's ringing. All right, you hit mute or something, okay? Okay. 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 Hey, what's up, baby? Uh, no, this this how you. Is this is this Darren? Yeah, this Darren. Who is this? Uh, hey, we got a bit of a situation with with Tony, yeah, man. Yeah, we got a situation for real. You just my wife phone. Who is this? This uh, actually, Why man. Are you we, we, bro? Who who is this? We're trying to get uh, Tony actually twisted her ankle, man. So we got to get her to the uh, emergency room and get her checked out. She twisted her ankle. How how she twist? Wait, 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 wait. Back up. Who who did you say? Who is this? How did Tony twist her ankle? Actually, she 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 fell and. Hey man, look, look. My wife is with her mom right now. Who, who, who and who are you? How how she twist her ankle? And why are you calling me? Why isn't her mother or somebody calling me? Who is this? You never told me uh, your name, bro. No, I'm, I'm a friend, man. She didn't fall. I actually dropped her. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. How, how you? How did you drop her? What, what do you mean you dropped her? We had a couple of drinks at the hotel, man, and she. Oh, she... hotel! Wait, wait, wait! Hotel? What the hell you mean a hotel? My wife's supposed to be over her mom's house. Now you calling me from her phone talking about you dropped her? Y'all at some hotel? What, why y'all even at a hotel? What, you, what the hell are you talking about a hotel, bro? 
Where the f- is my wife? Where's Tony? Why? Well, why ain't Tony on the phone? Why hey, dude, you gotta calm. You gotta calm down, man. No, you gotta calm, calm down. We in a situation, right? You calling me from my wife's phone? Tell me she hurt. You dropped her. Y'all at a hotel. She's supposed to be at a mom's house. Bro, where's my wife, man? She's it. Tony. I got it. I got it. Just hang on. Tony, I got put my wife on the phone, man. Hey, dude. Just I need you to calm down, man. No, she no, 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 no. I need you to this, man. No, no, no. You talking about y'all about to go to an emergency room? You dropped my wife. Y'all at a hotel. Dog, get put my. On the phone before your be in the emergency room. Hey man, listen, you gotta calm down. Tony already embarrassed man, look, about that. I don't even know who the hell you are. You still ain't told me your name. Put Tony on the phone, bro. A, listen, man, you gotta chill out, man. I'm just a friend, okay? Hey, man, I'm a friend, you, but tell you what, I tell you what, in the emergency room. Tell me where y'all at. I come to the hotel. I get my own wife and take her wherever she needs to be. No, tell I, me where I, you I, at. We, we, as soon as Tony get dressed, man, I'm gonna get her there, okay? What? As soon as she get dressed, what do you mean? As soon- Hey, man, real talk. Dog, where y'all at, man? Where you? Put Tony on the phone, man. I'm not putting Tony on YouTube. I'm right, man. man. Why you screaming and hollering, dude? I swear to God. I swear to God. If I find out where y'all at, I'm going to come over. It's going to be one for you and Tony. Hey, hey, man. Where y'all at, bro? I'm, I'm cool. Where y'all at? Tell me where y'all at. No, no, no. i tell you what, man. I'm going to get Tony's uh, uh, ankle taken care of, and we'll get somebody to drop her back off at the house, okay? I, I, I think I'll, I'll drop her off at the house, man. Just tell me where y'all at. I want to come get my wife. I want to make sure she gets the treatment that she needs, bro. Tell me where y'all at. Don't go nowhere. I want you to be there when I come get her. Don't go nowhere. Where y'all at? I can't do it. I, I mean, we didn't. Put, on, put, put Tony on the phone, man. Put, put my wife hey, on man, the phone. I'm not. Listen, Let dude. me talk to my wife, bro. Hey, man, it's the reason why I'm calling, man. She embarrassed about all of this. And now, she gonna be more than embarrassed when, hey, okay, it's cool. Hey, tell ain't gonna need to be embarrassed. I love her, man. That's my girl, man. Let me let me holler at my wife, bro, please. No, That's all no, I'm asking. No, 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 no. I already Give know, my man. my wife a phone, bro. Listen, dude. Hey, man, look, no, real talk, you still ain't telling me who the you are, dog. All I know is you calling me talking about you in some hotel with my wife and look, let me tell you something. Girl, don't let that leg, that ankle, whatever you say is wrong with my wife, get your Whoops, dog, I'm telling you, when I find out who you are, I'm busting your Put my wife on the phone, man. That's all. That's my last time asking you, dog. I promise. It's, it's, hey, it's, hey, man, what? But see, man, you too irate, man. You too irate. Put my wife on the phone, bro. That's all I'm saying. You got to leave town. That's what I'm saying. You got to leave town, my man. You got to leave Tony, town. Do you want to you you talk to Tony? Do you want to talk? Let Tony decide if she want to talk to you or not, okay? Yeah, yeah. Put her, yeah, let her decide. Tony, do you want Do you want to, do you want to talk to him, Tony? Don't even ask him. Hey, man, you... Hey, 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 hey,
think he's like too much like I see. Talk to the few now. Somebody's going to whoop your behind. That's what I think. They're going to beat it. Yeah. Beat the expression dog mess out of you. I ain't heard that in a long time. Long time. I got to thank everybody in West Palm Beach for coming out. Five That's sold-out nice. shows, and the nephew was very grateful for all of that. Thank you all for right. coming to see me. You hear that, Uncle Steve? And what? we had a blast. And you like, haven't I'm even to you him. haven't so even I, mentored I, him I, yet. I want to hear about this show without Eugene. Yeah, why wouldn't? They What'd you do? What, what do you mean? What did I do? I did stand up. What, <laughs> what do you think I did? But normally, okay, Tommy, we're not crazy. Normally, when you do stand-up, you do it with Eugene. Eugene has a set. So Hello. now we're crazy yeah. for, for wanting. Hope got a set. Hello. Yeah. Did Cam have a set? Hello. Yeah. yeah. That's I not got, a bad question I'm asking. Exactly. I, a, I, got, I got tired. I took a break. But he's. Just, He's a, just, but just no warning? You, you just, yeah, no but warning, I, huh? no, I didn't give them a warning. So he's they was very upset. upset. Like you go see one of them singers and they won't sing the hits. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or they want the audience yeah, to sing Yeah, I know y'all know these songs, but I'm going to do something special tonight. <laughs> something new I've been working on. you want to hear Love and Happiness. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Frank and Beverly don't do love. Before, Before I let go. I let go. <laughs> it's the problem. Hey. Oh, bless your heart. Now I wrote a new one. So, Tommy, back to you. I mean, don't you give him a warning or something? He was clearly expecting to perform. I mean, we we brought all of his his gear and everything, and I just didn't didn't feel like him. I just didn't. You know he's upset, right? But he'll get over it, Shirley. I mean, he'll have a shot sometime down the line. Sometime this year, we'll let him out. But, you know, sometimes he just... Is this normal? Yeah. Yes. Felt refreshing. Felt so good. Is Eugene? I mean, is the butterfly there? Is he? Because he's. Um, no. Did you hear what happened? I butterfly? heard. I heard everything. But if I would, why well, build up the whole week making me think I'm going to work, making me think I'm going to my public is going to see me? Why do that and then wait till Friday and say I'm not using you? Why? Same way Jay did them dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I guess we'll talk about this a little more. You Coming up <laughs> Coming up at the top of the but hour. You ain't good. <laughs> Today's strawberry letter. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The strawberry letter is up next. It is a good letter. You don't want to miss this letter today, but first You're waking up this morning, I know, frustrated like we all are about what's going on in D.C. and Washington, these politics um, and and the climate, everything this past weekend. Uh, The Women's March was a good thing, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, women came out in droves, in droves. Millions. Yeah, I mean, really, really, to just protest and and show how frustrated they are with what's going on in uh, Washington. Uh, of course, the government shutdown it was a big topic as well. Uh, celebrities Viola Davis, Whoopi Goldberg, and women marched from coast to coast in this country and all over the world demanding social and political change. Women rally for justice, immigration, racial, and gender equality. I know. Yeah. And shouts out to the government workers because they're really feeling it. They yeah. are really yes, feeling it. Yeah, they are. They have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, it's just not a good time, you know. Like I'm, like I'm, I'm telling you, man, I'm really done with politics. I'm not done with voting, mm-hmm. but I'm not involving myself in the political process anymore, except for voting. You know, I will. You know, I don't mind discussing the issues, but I've I've found out what happens, man. We put these people in office, 
And there's this bipartisanship that they have to abide by. And no matter how wrong it is, if that's your party stance, that's the one you take. And it's just ridiculous, man. It is ridiculous, man, that they do the things that they do and the people that affect are us. This government shutdown affects a lot of Republicans, Democrats, and independents. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of people whose checks are going to get messed over on all sides of it. Mm -hmm. So now how do you explain this to your constituents Mm -hmm. while they up there playing politics? Why are we even in a position? Why do we have to even vote to keep the government open? Ain't that the dumbest damn thing you've ever heard? Who, who, why are we voting to keep the government open? It should be an automatic thing. You have to fund the government. We in it. And all of us who pay taxes all the time, we have no say so in this. And they still we just paid, sitting up right? in here, and I'm telling you flat out, man, mm-hmm. we have a bunch of idiots in White House sitting up in here playing politics. But they, but see, guess what? The senator's money, the Senate's money does not change. Uh-uh. They, yeah, they still get paid. Yeah, yeah. They still get you their still, checks. You have some senators that are refusing their paycheck right now. Some. That's bull some. crap. I heard him say that too. Yeah. One senator talking about he won't take his check. No, no, yeah. no, no. That's bull crap. Too. Yeah. You're rich. You. Mm-hmm. And you can be miss a check when it, when it because you're not living check to check. Yeah, right. But for the right. average person, right. they're living check to check. Right. Right. You feel some type of way. Yeah. So, and he gonna he gonna not take his check for how long? Yeah. He knows it's only gonna last a long time. That's just a little ploy to get some yeah. type of attention. But like this one guy tried to put together this proposal that when the Senate gets shut down, it affects all of their money. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it don't. It affects. 800,000 people. That's almost a million people. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of people whose money will get delayed. I just think it's a bunch of crap. It's a bunch of crap. Those people people still go to work, Steve? I'm not. Can I say something? They have to go to work, Tommy. They were told to go to work to be told that they don't have to come to work. Mm. That I right. spoke to a but, friend of mine who works with the government. They yeah. got to go to, yeah. so they can tell them. They have essential have... workers and non-essential yeah. workers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Essential workers got to go. They yeah. have to go. Yeah. Essential yeah. workers are essential. like the FAA, yeah. air traffic yeah. controllers. Right. Those type of people mm-hmm. are essential workers. Mm-hmm. They have to go to work. <clears throat> but, so I'm like, not, like, I'm, but I'm not getting my check. No. No, well, but, but you have the lives of so many people, mm. you know. Well, you know. Yeah, it's just a Well, you think twice about shutting me down. Because we know you're not going down. <laughs> and I just hate the blame. I ain't getting game. my money. I'm not I, going I, I down. I hate that. I hate the what spin is your on fault? everything. What is your fault? What yeah, is your fault? No, it's your all fault. Right. All right, nephew, let's take it to the letter. All right, buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is the strawberry letter. Strawberry letter time. Subject <laughs> mother in law. Take your seat, Steve. Good morning. Mother in law. Subject. I don't know. I had two of these. Yeah, hold on. Let me sit down. All right. Matter of fact, hell, I wrote the letter. <laughs> Go ahead. It says, good morning, everyone. Steve, Shirley, Carla, and Tommy. I'm having some issues. My mother-in-law is going through some problems financial and needs some support. 
Now let's start from the beginning. Steve, I married my wife in 92, back from the first war in the desert. Since then, I've been not the 911 of her family. My father-in-law broke camp and told me, son-in-law, you better leave while you got the chance. <laughs> I didn't understand what was going on or what he meant then. My wife has four younger sisters, and she is the only one that's married and stable. I've heard it all, and yes, even seen it too. I'm a strong man and grew up without a father. I have three beautiful babies ranging from 13 to 9 by my wife. I love her to death, and I'll tell you why. Steve, I was a dog when she met me and married me. It took me about two years after marriage to realize what I had. She stuck by me. I got myself together and devoted myself to her to forsake all others. Now, I've put up with the in-laws thinking that this was punishment for all my infidelities. I've helped out with cars, rent, house payments, bills, bankruptcies, and even gotten apartments in my name. Damn. Now my wife will probably now my wife will probably hear this. She listens to you also. No, my wife. No, my wife will probably hear well, this. Well, every every it's other now, though. Yeah, it's every other it's now. It means now. You'll see when you read the letter back. Uh, now my wife will probably hear this. She listens to you also. But I married her, not her family. My God, haven't I suffered enough? Bruh can't do it anymore. I've considered running away, but can't leave my babies. Don't want to leave her. What should I do? Dazed and confused. Whew. Well, what dear, you talking about? What? what? I don't know. This is easy. Right yeah, here. this is very easy. But, I mean, I'm saying woo because he's up in it. Uh, you know, you can just say no, dazed and confused. You know, just say you don't have it. Okay. As soon as you stop giving, they'll stop taking. Just say it. You know, cut cut her family off. You did marry her and not the family. We'll have part two of Steve's response to the strawberry letter today at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's get to part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. All right, then. <laughs> I love when he says that. Okay. <laughs> Hey, good morning, everyone. Steve, Shirley, Carla, and Tommy. I'm having some issues. My mother-in-law is going through some problems financially and needs some support. All right, now let's start at the beginning. Steve, I married my wife in 92 back from the first war in the desert. Since then, I've been 911 of her family. I've been the 911 of her family. My father-in-law broke camp and told me, son-in-law, you better leave while you got the chance. I didn't understand what he was going on or what he meant then. My wife was four, has four younger sisters, and she's the only one that's married and stable. I've heard it all. Yes, even seen it, too. I'm a strong man and grew up without a father. I have three beautiful babies ranging from 13 to 9 by my wife. I love her to death, and I'll tell you why. Steve, I was a dog when she met me and married me. It took me about two years after marriage to realize what I had. She stuck by me. I got myself together and devoted myself to her, forsaking all others. Now I put up with the, in- now I put up with the in-laws thinking, this was punishment for all my infidelity. I'd have helped out with cars, rent, house payments, mm. bills, bankruptcy. Mm. Even got an apartment in my name. Now my wife gonna probably hear this. She listened to you also, but I married her, not her family. Right. My God, haven't I suffered enough? My family up north. I'd have considered running away, but I can't <laughs> leave my baby. Don't wanna leave her. What should I do? Days and confused? Well, days and confused, listen to this. You cannot sink your family. 
trying to hold up everybody else. Your responsibility is only, and I mean only and solely to your wife and them kids. Outside of that, anything you're doing is above and beyond, and it Mm -hmm. ain't necessary. You ain't said one bye to her mom-in-law, her little three trifling sisters. You ain't said, if God didn't ask you, would you cleave only unto them forsaken all other? He didn't ask you none of that. They ain't in the vials. He don't even mention them. I can't even really think of too many Bible verses got them people mentioned in there. <laughs> you ain't got to do nothing for them. But now dog is stressing you out because you got a little problem because she going to be hearing it. Right. She going to hear this and now you probably done bought it to her before, but she can't stop them. What you want her to do? Trifling is trifling. You got some trifling family members out here. So what do I say to you to handle this as a solution, dazed and confused? Start dazing and confusing them. Hmm. See, you ain't got the only one got to be dazed and confused. Turn around and dazed and confuse them. On the first of the month, starting in January, go over there and ask them for your rent. Oh, I know you got it, but just go ask them for your rent. Next time your car payment do, just go down there and say, man, man, y'all, man. Hey, man, y'all think y'all beat them to the punch. You got to confuse them. What the hell is going on? Why is he calling us for money and we... I was, you know, I was just about to call you. Damn, you mean I beat you to it? Beat them to the point. You got to daze and confuse people. And from now on, your answer is we ain't got it. That's Bottom it. line. Matter That's of fact, here's, here's what I've done a couple of times. Now, this is very helpful to you because I have been in this position where I've been trying to be old St. Nick for everybody. Mm-hmm. Tommy. Tommy. You know, and, and, and then when I first started doing good... <laughs> Time and need a seat. Time and need a seat. So here I go. When I first started doing better, I wanted mm-hmm. to sh- let everybody know I was doing better. Mm-hmm. Want to show them I'm doing better. So whenever somebody called, yeah, I had it. I gave it to them. Oh, oh here nice you go. Steve. Here you go. Here you yeah. go. Here you go. But see, get out of hand because they don't know how to stop. Because mm-hmm. now all of a sudden, they out is you. Mm-hmm. And what I propose to people oftentimes, when you got people always begging you for money, if they didn't know you, what would they do? Right. Exactly. If mm-hmm. they could not come to you, mm-hmm. what would they do? That's why there's no answer machine on my phone. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't leave messages. That's why I got everybody <laughs> you I know calling until he pick up. See, that's right. And if oh, I don't no. recognize your name, it don't get picked up. That's right. Because here's the deal right here. See, I can't fix it for you. That's why anybody called me, used to call me with messages. Man, I need to holler at you. I always wait two weeks to call them <laughs> back. Because the problem should be you, over. Because <laughs> emergencies pass in two weeks. <laughs> Ain't nobody got no emergency for two damn weeks. <laughs> After a while, they got to quit being emergency. All right, Steve, you know we got to get out of here. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at My Girl Shirley. And please join me this coming Thursday because we are back on Facebook Live at 1.30 p.m. for the after show we Strawberry come Letter. On the show? We want to be on You can come this Thursday. Curse. We want to curse. <laughs> Switching gears, <laughs> just because the president made it okay yeah. for the, all the news people to the news anchors to say that word, mm-hmm. the S word. Mm-hmm. You think you can just do it now, huh? Hey, Steve, I have to ask you this question: uh, Did you see the NFL division games yesterday? Did you see anything? As hard as I was hoping <laughs> that Jacksonville would beat the Patriots, oh, because of my disdain. For the Patriots. Hatred. <laughs> the stains. It's, it's the hatred. Yeah. But what's crazy is I love Tom Brady because he is just a baller, man. 
but I can't stand the damn Patriots. Oh, no. I just can't, man. And as hard as I want it, I think it's Belichick. Jacksonville to win it. Uh-huh. I knew good and hell well <laughs> in my heart of hearts. But I set that a whole game. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Do it for me. <laughs> now, listen to Philly. Just because of the city of Philly, I wanted Philly to win. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And they came through and did the doggone thing. Right, mm-hmm. and they did it without wits. Yeah, Nick Foles. which is really surprising. I felt good all week. I felt good coming to the game. Um, we have such a close knit group of players that we all lean on each other. So it takes away from the nerves. You have the natural nerves, but just coming out here and competing as an offense, defense, special teams, we felt great all day, and we were able to come away with a huge victory here. Nick Foles is a decent quarterback, though. Yes, he is. But they went on in there and shocked them, boy. I'm, you know, especially, and you know, uh, uh, Vikings had it written all over them that they was going to go, especially after that after that fantasy football play. <laughs> that damn John Madden highlight play. What was it, Uncle John Madden? <laughs> uh, uh, that fathead poster he made. Right, right. <laughs> oh, man. All right, we we got to go. <laughs> the big game is set for Sunday, February 4th at the U.S. Bank Stadium in where? Minneapolis, Minnesota. All right. Uh, coming up at 41 after the hour, Monique wants you to boycott Netflix. Huh? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. I can't watch Riverdale? <laughs> what is you talking about? <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Comedian and Oscar-winning actress. We, some people forget that she has won an Oscar. Uh, she won one for Monique, Precious. Monique, yeah. uh, oh. Monique uh, went in hard on Oprah. She went in on Tyler Perry and, of course, producer and director Lee Daniels. She went in on them for, for not paying her fairly or treating her equally uh, when they all uh, collaborated to do the movie Precious and then after uh, that as well. Now Monique wants fans to boycott Netflix. That's right. After she was offered half a million dollars, that's $500,000, um, to do a, a special on Netflix, uh, citing that comedian and actress Amy Schumer, Chris Rock, and Dave Chappelle received millions for their uh, specials, for their comedy specials on Netflix. Monique said Amy Schumer negotiated a deal for $13 million, while Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle each received $20 million. Monique said in a video that the company was being gender and color biased. Take a listen. Hey, my loves. I am asking that you stand with me and boycott Netflix for gender bias and color bias. I was offered a $500,000 deal last week to do a comedy special. However, Amy Schumer was offered $11 million, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle $20 million. Then Amy Schumer went back and renegotiated $2 more million because she said, I shouldn't get what the men are getting, they're legends. However, I should get more, and Netflix agreed. When we asked Netflix to explain the difference, why the money was so different, they said, well, we believe that's what Monique will bring. We said, well, what about my resume? They said, we don't go off of resumes. Then we asked them, what was it about Amy Schumer? And they said, well, she sold out Madison Square Garden twice, and she had a big movie over the summer. Is that not Amy Schumer's resume? And then Netflix said, by the way, we believe Monique is a legend too. Why shouldn't I get what the legends are getting? Please stand with me in this boycott of Netflix. I love us for real. Okay. Okay. Steve. No, I'm going to let y'all comment. Go ahead. 
Well, like how, how, how is it a color difference if Chappelle and them black, ain't they? Yeah, but Amy's uh, white. She, Amy's She's a white. female. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So well, she said a, gender. She said gender and re, and uh, color. Okay. I I I, I kind of agree with her up until the boycott because there's some stuff on Netflix I really like yeah. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in this, yeah. I understand her we battle and I understand. You understand her point. Yeah. Her point. All, I understand mm-hmm. her point, but uh, you know, uh-huh. there's some things on Netflix you just have. <laughs> and I already paid my subscription, so mm-hmm. you know what I'm gonna do. And I, well, I, I think it was a I think it was a business decision yeah. from Netflix because there was a telling mm-hmm. um, thing in there that Monique said when they went back to ne- to negotiate or to renegotiate. They said five hundred thousand dollars is what we believe you would bring. Uh-huh. So to me, they were basing it on that. Uh-huh. What they told her: this is her what draw. we believe you, Monique, would bring to Netflix. We believe it's five hundred thousand dollars. It didn't have anything to do with, I guess, who Monique, mm-hmm. th- th- what Monique thinks she would bring. I, I, but that's that's how you negotiate. You negotiate as to what you think you're right. Worth. I, absolutely, yeah, and I, I understand and, her. Yeah, and I support her in that. I, I support her for she could do whatever mm-hmm. she wants to do. I definitely support her for mm-hmm. going in and trying to get whatever she could from Netflix. Right. I just know they yeah. call. She me. has that right. Yeah, they absolutely. call you what, Junior? I'd be there. That day, I'd sign at two fifty. <laughs> you can give me them chicken tips. I'm there. <laughs> but, yeah, but somebody has to take a stand. Yeah. I mean, she's taking a stand yeah. for she herself for what she believes in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. She's kind of taking a stand. Yeah. while you're paying the, you, and the the men uh, a, a lot of money, mm-hmm. and five hundred thousand dollars in her point of view is just not fair. Yeah, from what you're paying other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? She has a right to ask. Yeah, yeah she has a right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we all know life isn't fair, but, but can, she can said she, it herself. Netflix yeah. told her, this is what we believe. We're, we came after you or whatever, but this is what we believe you'll bring. But I tell you what, if she got one right now, everybody will watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watch the special, right? Yeah. But you can go back and negotiate without having to boycott something, right? Yeah. Right. See, here's, here's my opinion on it. And me and Mo been friends for a long time. Love her. I think what has happened here now First of all, Netflix is a subscription-based mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They have every right to set the parameters for what they believe they can get on the return on their money. So mm-hmm. that's their deal. What Monique is saying has some validity to it, but here's the problem. This Amy Schumer, who Monique is funnier than Amy Schumer. Let, let's, they're not down. paying you for how funny you are. Mm-hmm. They're paying you for how they think they can get their money back. Right. It's a business. Now, Amy Schumer, as however you feel about her comedy, not being as funny as Mo, which she's not to me personally, but she sold out Madison Square Garden twice and a big movie. She has proven her draw ability. This is just about your draw ability. Hey, Steve, let me, can I ask you one quick question before you finish? Has Monique, I, I don't know this, but has Monique sold out uh, Madison Square Garden or Did been to Madison Square? Madison Square? Not, not to my knowledge. I, I'm yeah. ju- it's just a question. Okay, go ahead. Because it would have been easy for her to say, hey, look, I sold out Madison Square yeah. Garden too. That would have yeah. been very easy. Right, yeah, right, that's right. true. So mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think so. That would have been the first argument. Yeah, I sold out Madison Square Garden. I sold out yeah. the Olive Garden, yeah. so hey. <laughs> then they could have said, the you know, man, then they could have said, oh, wow, mm-hmm. we didn't know that. There, there's a way to go about it. 
I think what has happened to my friend Mo is her reputation precedes her now. Yeah. In this business, it's such a small circle. And Hollywood is a gossip business, y'all. It's oh, a I, gossip business. I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. They you all said. know everything. They heard what you said about Tyler and, 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 and Lee and, and, mm-hmm. and Oprah. They heard that. They heard about the business with BET. They heard about that. They've heard about the uh the 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 rants. And they got pole star numbers. Right. They know what we sell in these concerts. So they know. And I just think that what has happened to Mo at this point and sad because she's such a cool person, man. I think Great her person. reputation precedes her now. Mm-hmm. Coming up at the top of the hour, it starts out like this, but uh, what they really need is more money. Oh, we all been there. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, so we were talking about the Monique uh, situation. She's called for us to boycott, stand with her and boycott Netflix because she feels she was unfairly uh, treated by them, given way less money than um uh, Amy Schumer and Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle, she char- she's charging them with uh, race and gender bias. Well, look, Tommy said race is the two the highest paid people on Netflix in comedy are black. Yeah. And ginger, they did pay uh, Amy Schumer and they may be paying somebody else. I thought that the thing to do was to go back in and renegotiate. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that the thing would to be was to go back and boycott. Because I don't think now Netflix is a play anymore. But I thought she renegotiated. That's what it was. She's boycotting after she went in to renegotiate, right? Oh, she went back in already. I don't know. The point is she wasn't supposed to call for the boycott. Well, she can call for the boycott. Mm -hmm. Because protest is a part of the American way, you know. And, and she has well, a fan base. This past weekend, yeah. yeah. And she has a fan base that will stand with her and will boycott Netflix. But it just some, always seems like her. she's always fighting somebody. Yeah, and that's the point that's that the Steve's point. making. Yeah. Yeah. She's that's always the point in a fight her, with somebody. Yeah, her right. reputation is preceding yeah. her now. Right. So maybe she could take the $500,000 and start over. So you well, I don't, I don't, I she's don't not going to take the 500000 no, because it's an insult to her. Yeah. She's not going to take the 500000 wow. You can't call for a ball boycott and then turn around and go, well, give me the money. Yeah. yeah. So I think that door is closed. Wow. I think the movie business is rough because mm-hmm. the people who are in the movie business, I don't, I don't know if she's burned that bridge or not. It's just tough, man, because Mo is such a talented yes. woman. Yes, she won an Oscar. Yes. You gotta oh stop. Mo, so many fights, Mo, fights, fights, fights. Mo, a bad girl, man. She really I, is. At one point in time, someone has to say, hey, baby, look, hey, hey, hey. you really think that's a s- smart move? Yeah. I, and I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this all could work out for her. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I just think her reputation now precedes her when she goes into mm-hmm. any meeting. Switching gears now. All right, Jay, you've written this. Uh, <laughs> We've all been there. This comedy. Uh-huh. People seem to have this lead-in mm-hmm. about how they really want to ask for money. Mm. It starts. We all been there. Have we all been there? Boy, yes. It, it yes. starts I'm off. There now. <laughs> it starts off with one phrase, but what they're really saying is, 
can I borrow some money? Okay. Like, like for instance, it so starts you out call like, this. It starts out like this, but what they really need is some more money. What they really need <laughs> is some more money. It starts out like this, and they say it like this. You gotta say it low. Huh? Okay. Damn, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get two new tires. Because <laughs> <laughs> these two I got, they they about shot. <laughs> That's now, what they really want is About tire shot. money. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, but they won't say I need tire money. Man, I'm going to have to I'm gonna take off early today, go get two new tires. <laughs> you got one, Junior? Yeah, do I have one? <laughs> yeah, it start out like, yeah, man, I'm going to negotiate this for you. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Oh, 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 I caught that one. Yeah, I caught that one. Yeah. Man, that's how it starts. I'm going to work this out for you so it's easy on you. Yeah. Wow. Wow, my man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Do I have one? Yeah. What you got, Nath? Wait, what you wait got, a little Nath? sound effect. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pop team. Thank you. You know, you know, they... They saying I need a root canal, and that's, they saying that's going to be 400. Wow. That's, what, that's what they telling me. I, I, I don't know. I just going to keep putting this stuff on it. Yeah. You, you ever had a root canal? <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Steve? They say I'm going to need a Man, root canal. Man, well, I, I would sit around and chop it up with y'all, but I got to get on in before it get dark. You know, them lights is off at the house. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't seen nothing since last Friday. It starts off like this, but what they're really saying is they need some money. Here's one. Here's one. (laughs) And you know, them kids' school clothes, they they came fit, but they won't last you. (laughs) Oh, poor baby. You better cut the toe out and let them feet breathe. That's what you better do. They growing, Jay. Yeah, they growing. They came well last year, stuff no more, man. It, it's tough on them. You got Junior. <laughs> wow, yeah, this is well. sad. <laughs> Tell you what I got. <laughs> what? Come on. They didn't have no money for you on the show. Is it time for another one, Pop Team? Yeah. No, these ain't Pop Teams, but these is personal injuries. Yeah, personal Shirley, look at the time. I know. This is getting uncomfortable. I know. Come on, Tommy. What it sound like? They need some more money. What y'all want me to do? Just I can't. I can't pull it out the air. It happened. (laughs) (laughs) All your stuff is always real, though, Junior. Uh, (laughs) Listen, um, uh, your daddy truck. I notice it just be sitting there. Ooh, ooh. I know that's real right there. Now. Don't nobody, don't nobody really be driving. Uh-huh. You know, mine is down, uh-huh. and I'm, you know, it's eight hundred for me to get mine. <laughs> so, but if you don't mind, uh, you and Jackie let me use your daddy truck. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Not like that happened before. Uh, it, has. Yeah. it has. Come on, Uncle Steve. What you got, man? Hey, uh, you ever had somebody tell you they was gonna kill you if you ain't pay them? <laughs> what? 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 Dog? Oh, that's the closer right there, baby. Way to shut it down, all the way down, like the the government. Wait, 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 wait. One more time. One more time. You ever? 
ever had somebody tell you? He is so stupid. They're going to kill you if you don't pay them. <laughs> huh? I'm just asking. I'm yeah. just asking. <laughs> Cause I think I'm gonna die by Friday. <laughs> you think you can help me? <laughs> All what? right, more, more of this craziness uh, when we come back at 20 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, you cannot miss a moment of Steve's daytime TV show. Okay, it is star-studded. I mean, star-studded. Big stars on the night. O'Shea Steve. Jackson Jr. Yeah. Gerard Butler and the one and only, <laughs> the one and only 50 Cent. Who right? is 50? <laughs> they have a new movie. It's called Den of Thieves. It's a movie about a group of thieves who are set on robbing the Federal Reserve Bank of Los Angeles. The movie topped this weekend's box office and 50 and the cast stopped by to talk to uh, you, Steve, about their new movie. You also asked 50 about him reinventing himself. Take a listen. Hey, 50. I've watched you, man. I'm so proud of your evolution, man. You've really reinvented yourself. I mean, when you go from... Look, man, what, what, what started the evolution for you? What, what made you... Like, once I got really invested in, in music, you know, that's initially all I wanted to work, Steve. And then the film and television stuff, I started to look closer at it, and it was exciting. It's a challenge for me to be a part of those projects because... The process is a little different. Like, instinctively, when I'm writing music, it's right the first time. When they write film projects, we can write how many times they write the script before it's done. Like, they write it over and over and over. So I'm like, okay, this is a lot less pressure. And I could give it to another writer and tell him, (laughs) give me a pass of what you think. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Den of Thieves. Pablo, what's it about? Oh, man. Well, we got, um, it's a movie, obviously. <laughs> it's about, uh, it's about a, a gang of criminals that are set to rob the Federal Reserve Bank of Los Angeles and uh, the cops that are chasing them. The cops are a little gritty. They'll, they'll break the law to uphold it, so they don't really uh, command the, uh, the audience's respect as much as the criminals who have gone on to uh, serve their country with the military training and brought back a skill set they don't know how to use. Uh, and because of life circumstances, they end up putting it into a life of crime. So uh, now we're taking down the biggest, biggest job we can, and that's the Federal Reserve. Yeah! Doesn't that sound amazing? <laughs> I hate describing a movie. I'm so glad you did about this. Pablo stayed killing describing the movie. Good job. So I'll tell you what I did to prepare for it. They had us doing and broken into two groups where we had to do military and law enforcement tactical training. So the movements and everything inside the film would be accurate. And it came down. You know, this is my movie, Steve. (laughs) No. If you can move these cameras to where they can focus on just me. <laughs> like so what just, is all these angles for? Yeah, what we got? Just 50, you just need them all right here. In this movie. Yeah. Can we just move it all over here? Who is the star of the movie? Me. All 50. All 50. <laughs> I really appreciate these brothers coming out, Steve, to support me. <laughs> I already have my acceptance speeches together. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. No, we're all the stars of the movie. We're all the stars. We're all the stars of the movie. Why Shay got a problem with all the answers? Man, because they be, they be tooting their own horn, man. No, no, he's a millennial. I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That yeah, sounded yeah, the like camaraderie mm-hmm. between those guys was pretty good, man. So congratulations, Steve, on all of your success and your talk show, all of that, and your what talk show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Getting renewed for another Ooh, season. What? 
Yes. I bought stuff this weekend. <laughs> I'm telling Why, you, you I bought on that <laughs> Tell me I got some more money coming in. Yeah. I bought some things. Congratulations yeah. to all you guys. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. The show kids on the show. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. They back. Uh, they ordering cars now. I'm, yeah. in, the, I'm in negotiation right now Lamborghini. for a blue, blue 97 Lamborghini. Uh-huh, not 97. 97. Yeah. All right, little Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crawl before you walk, Junior. Yeah. You better buy yourself a did, used car. Did you, didn't you see me almost order some McCallum number 40? Boy. <laughs> All right, we'll be I, back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, Steve, I have to ask you this question. Uh, did you see the NFL division games yesterday? Did you see anything? As hard as I was hoping. <laughs> that Jacksonville would beat the Patriots oh, because of my disdain for the Patriots. Hatred. <laughs> disdain. It's, it's a hatred. Yeah. But what's crazy is I love Tom Brady because he is just a baller, man. But I can't stand the damn Patriots. Oh, no. Oh, no. I just can't, man. And as hard as I want it, I think it's Bella Jacksonville shit. to win it. Uh-huh. I knew good and hell well <laughs> in my heart of hearts. But I sat there the whole game. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Do it for me. Here we go. You ain't that far back. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it. I'll be right there with you. Right. It's fun to watch, yeah. though. It Man, was fun to yeah. watch, though. In Foxborough. Oh, God. Cold. cold That's cold. why they lost. Now listen to Philly. Just because of the city of Philly, I mm. wanted Philly to win. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. And they came through and did the doggone thing. They got a defense, man. Eagles. Mm-hmm. Right. And they did it without wins. Yeah. Which is really surprising. I felt good all week. I felt good coming to the game. Um, we have such a close-knit group of players that we all lean on each other, so it takes away from the nerves. You have the natural nerves, but just coming out here and competing as an offense, defense, special teams, we felt great all day, and we were able to come away with a huge victory here. Nick Foles is a decent quarterback, though. Yes, he is. But they went on in there and shocked them, boy. I'm, you know, especially in, you know, uh, uh, Vikings had it written all over them that they was gonna go, especially after that, after that fantasy football play, <laughs> <laughs> that damn John Madden highlight play. <laughs> what was it, Uncle John Madden? <laughs> uh, that fathead poster he made, right, right. <laughs> oh man, feel bad for that. Dude. Hey man, you know who I, yeah, you know who I really want to reach out to though, the kid from uh, Saints. Yeah, I do, man. man. Yeah, they they killing him on the internet. Yeah, man. they wearing him out. They wearing him out. Because I want to call him. Because I've been woe out on the internet. That that <laughs> miss that miss universe. I can call him. Congratulations to the Eagles. Bro. Eagles. That means whoever sells chicken wings, but to make some money. Get your wing game up. Get your wings on. All flats, baby. Lemon pepper. That's right. All flats. All, All flats. flats. Oh, you like flats? Oh, yes. Flats. Oh, flats. yes. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. We are They're more flavorful. Too. Bone in. Yeah. Always the bone. Yeah. Bone in. Yeah. yeah. Bone in, baby. Yeah. yeah you, I don't think you can have flats. You know what? I'm really upset about the wing places. What? They don't sell the tips. 
And I'm really upset about That's it. That's just straight Nobody fat, eats Jay. Ice no, 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 no. That's fat. It's, it's just chicken wing. I want that. I want the whole damn part of the wing. <laughs> That's fat, man. Don't you cut back on my wing. Don't cut back on my wing. I ain't even your money's worth. <laughs> what about you, Steve? That's gristle. <laughs> what part of the wing do you like, Steve? I mean, I'm mostly a flat guy. Um, yeah. Flats. I like flat. I, I don't know. They're just more flavorful or something to me. Tips in there. I used <laughs> to be a drumstick man growing up. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. that thado. Well, what, yeah. what they Drum do with that tip? Where is it? Oh. <laughs> He's oh. still asking oh. about the tip. It, it's in the trash, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Where it you go back there and get right, it. Right, Steve. Tell them. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Wow, what a morning. So much yes. going yeah. on in the today, world. Yes, we, we did. Steve. <laughs> You brought your closing remarks back. What you got for us today, sir? You know, look, man, my haters, there's nothing I can do about them. But it's also okay to have haters because, I mean, you need them. It justifies your efforts and your work. If you're not doing anything, you don't have to worry about haters. But the moment you try to accomplish something, the moment you try to be more than them, the the moment you decide that you're going to come up The moment you make the decision that you're going to be better than you were before, you can prepare yourself for the haters. Because haters work for an evil force. You know, look, if you're not doing good, you're doing bad. If you're not doing right, you're doing evil. If you're not being positive, you're being negative. The devil is busy, man. The devil hears your prayers to God. He knows what God is capable of doing for you. And so the devil's job is to intercept and interrupt all of that. He wants to intercept and interrupt all the blessings that God has for you. So he has people that's at work for him all the time. The stunning thing about it is these people that work for the devil all the time, his imps, they busy, man. They busy. I had a guy told me, I asked, I asked a guy one time, I said, man, why are you always hating? He said, man, that's what I do. I'm a hater. He said, man, but I'm going to get a huge following, Steve, because I hate. Because I had approached the dude about something he had said about me one time. Not that I really cared. I just asked him why he did it. He said, Steve, you cool, man. But you a draw. You draw people to my site. So when I mention you, I get more followers. I'm going to turn that into money. So he has made a conscious decision to be a paid hater. The problem that haters don't understand is that you may become a paid hater, but it also comes with a cost to you. It's a simple principle in the Bible. You remember when you were a little kid and you used to go to Sunday school and you heard the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you? Mm -hmm. That is Mm -hmm. applicable to the day you leave this world. I don't care what business you get into or anything like that. It applies all the time. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So if you're going to be in the hate business, you must be prepared to be hated on. And you must be prepared to suffer the consequences of a negative behavior. It's amazing, man. I'm telling you all, stop stopping your climb stop stopping your journey to address all of these haters because they are sent as a worker they are an imp to try to intercept and impede and block blessings 
and things that God has for you. Keep moving. Somebody, uh, one of the bishops sent me a, 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 a letter one time, and it simply says, Steve, stay on the wall. Stay on the wall. And I went, wow, man, what, what was it? So I eventually, I mean, it made sense to me, but I called him to ask him. He said, hey, man, stay on the wall. Don't climb down off the wall where God has taken all this time to place you to get back down on the ground to deal with some people that ain't even up on the wall. I said, man, but they throwing rocks at me. He said, throwing rocks at you. Are they, are they, has any of them knocked you off the wall? I said, no. I see. he said, now some of them hit you in the back, hit you upside the head with them rocks. But he said, but don't you keep going up the wall? He said, why would you stop and come down off the wall, Steve? So I'm saying to everybody out there listening, you got to stay on the wall wherever you are. Don't stop your ascent to address these haters. It's okay. You're going to be fine. They are hating for a reason. They hate you because you are something that they are not capable of being and they wish they was. And now since you are and they ain't, here come the hate. You know the best way to deal with hate? Love. Love is the only thing that conquers hate. You cannot conquer hate with more hate. Martin Luther King knew that as well as anybody. Gandhi understood that as well as anybody. You cannot conquer hate with more hate. The only way to conquer hate is with love. It works, man. The problem with hate is hate is so much louder than love. But here's the joy of it, though. Love is stronger than hate. Hate dwindles and withers away. Love just love. Love just lasts. i tell you what. Here's another example. If you're in darkness, complete and total darkness, and you're tired of the darkness, to get out of darkness, you don't do you don't go to more darkness. You need light. Only light can get you out of darkness. Only love can bring you out of hatred. It's the only way it works. Whatever they're doing to you that's on the negative, you have to do differently to them on the positive. Now you're not gonna like that because it's gonna seem like the soft approach, but it's the only thing that works. You just got to keep loving them when they keep hating you. And that's hard to do. I know it is. For me, it's hard to do. But I just keep on. When I see them, I just go, hey, look, man, boom, 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 boom. No, no hard feelings. And keep going. You want to get out of darkness? You need light. You want to get out of hatred? You need love. That's it. All right. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Great job. Huh? Y'all have a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, no, it's Monday. No. I can't stop. He start right away. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. 
Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.